Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 103. All right, today is Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. Welcome. Now, just a little recap why I started this podcast, and it was just because at the time of 2016, when Trump was president and everything was going nuts with the media and the coverage, and, and, and I was curious if stuff like this ever happened in the past with the president, because they were just hounding him the whole time. And I got to reading the Constitution and learning on the real way the government, federal government is supposed to work. And I started realizing that it's not going the way it's supposed to be going. And I was also aware that I was getting older and my views, my life changed and I matured and, and people change as they get older. And I was wondering, maybe, maybe it's me, maybe I'm becoming that old curmudgeon guy. But I asked older people um, that, you know, were older than me. And I asked them, I said, hey, you know, if you felt like during your lifetime, have politics and the coverage been this crazy? What's going on now? And they said, no, never like this. And pretty much in the past when there was a campaign going on or people were starting a campaign, you'd have some commercials of the candidates bashing each other you know, just, you know, oh, he voted for this and he voted for this and and vote for me and this message. And, and that's pretty much all you got when, you know, in the past. And you would watch the debates and see what the what the people would say. And and pretty much that's it. And then everybody would go and cast their votes for a, during the election day. So the, the goal was to pretty much point out the BS that was being reported by the mainstream media if the president was doing something wrong or he was doing something right, and if it wasn't actually his power, and if the government was running the way they were supposed to be running, and if it was being reported correctly, to know, as a, to be a well-informed citizen, to know what is right and what is wrong. And there was very, in the mainstream media, there's very little people that actually do that because it's just right versus left and opinions. Everything's, it's not news. It's mostly opinion based right now. So it was just a good for myself and whoever would listen to this to get to know like how to kind of navigate the waters and educate yourself and where I got educated. And all the resources resources are there online for free. You don't I didn't go to any special school. You can pick up a copy of the Constitution for like a buck on Amazon or something. It's all available and it's a couple pages long. It's not like this thick book that you have to read. And the Federalist Papers to know that actually the thinking behind how the Constitution was written and designed. And also the anti-Federalist papers where the people that didn't want to unite the the states and what they thought was going to happen, which was which was pretty much happening, they kind of predicted what's happening is happening now, and that the Constitution was written in a way where it was meant to be understood by everyone. It's not in crazy lawyers talk or written in lawyers speak. It's they wrote it for average people so they can be educated on how the government should operate and to hold them accountable. So here we are about 250 years later, and it is a mess. What is going on in this government is atrocious. This country has been captured by political parties. This country does not represent the people of the United States anymore. The government doesn't represent the people 
of the United States anymore. Uh, in the beginning, when it was formed, there was no political parties. It was delegates would pick out candidates from the, you know, who would best represent the Constitution. Senators were big involved in that. You Senators wanted the best candidate from their state to represent the country. The federal government was limited back then from the original plan of the Constitution where you didn't need any big political machine behind it. It was very, you know, immigration, uh, military, and pretty much a couple other things that the gov federal government was in charge and the rest was up to the state. So getting to be president, you know, there wasn't a lot, there was responsibility, but not of a big behemoth like it became now. And one of the main goals of the candidate, whoever was going for president, was to keep it that limited back then. If not, the people would have an issue with you. Everybody was well-versed well in the Constitution and knew the obligations of the federal government and what they were and what they weren't. So now after the 2020 election, I personally kind of checked out of elections and I just, you know, really didn't follow too much what was going on. My, let's just say my trust in our election systems kind of uh, faltered a little bit. And now we have Trump for indictments on him and one in Georgia yesterday with they're trying to pull the RICO Act on him with like 18 other people about the election denial and stuff like that. So now in the history of this country, has a, has a former president never been treated like this and indicted on criminal charges, even Nixon? This is pretty much one political party prosecuting a candidate from another political party. Now, they do this in other countries and might as well just bring up Russia, Putin. There's always some kind of political opponent, but they don't they don't prosecute him like this. They just end up throwing him off of a balcony or something. He falls and that's it. And then there's no political opponents. This is how they are going to do it in this country now. Now, this is one of two major unprecedented things that happened in the past now with the elections and the absentee ballots and early voting and drop boxes everywhere. And now you have, if you question anything, you will be prosecuted and you cannot question any, you know, maybe a little, you know, discrepancy in an election and you will be prosecuted and you'll be called election denier and you will be locked up. This type of stuff happens in dictatorships, in banana republics. This happens. The, the stuff we see on the news when they, they're bad-mouthing some dictator, this is what dictators do. We live in a, in a dictatorship with what's going on now. So before I mentioned like how the Constitution is written, and it was meant to be written where every normal person can read it, understand it, and you know hold the government accountable for now we go into this uh, federal prosecutions, uh, indictments, big words. Um, they turned, the lawyers turned all the Justice Department into this big, 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 big machine where if you're not a top lawyer, so they tell you, you're not going to know what's going on. This is the part where they try to confuse the average Joe saying, you know, well, he broke this law and he broke this law and now... No one has, no one's a lawyer. If you're not a federal lawyer, 
you don't know this stuff. And this is how they can kind of lie to people through the mainstream media saying Trump did this and Trump did that and, and he's going to go to jail and, and, and no one's the wiser. And the mainstream media is going to gonna go with it and the politicians, the rhinos, they're going to step back because now it's, you know, everybody's going to be afraid they're next. And this is the problem with what's happening. <laughs> no one will be standing up to these people. So in times like these, when things get very uh, lit litigical, heavy on the lawyer stuff, I tune into Mark Levin. And Mark Levin is kind of the first person I listened through to through a co-worker who used to listen to him uh, when Obama was president. And Mark Levin would just rattle off stuff. He was a constitutional lawyer. He worked for the Reagan administration and very knowledgeable about how the government should work, the legal aspects of it. And I tuned into his show yesterday and he had a good clip. So let me set this clip up a little bit. So one of the indictments or one of the charges is the mishandling of documents, right? Remember Mar-a-Lago? Uh, there was some issue that uh, the prosecutor Smith sent the, something down to a judge in Florida and it's supposed to be handled in florida from start to finish not dc and then it handed into florida so this judge had a couple of questions so here's a clip on kind of explaining that situation or that indictment or charge he has that trump has against him section 9-11-121 venue limitations this is an official united states department of justice uh this is uh the manual for prosecutors, the manual for prosecutors out of the Department of Justice. These guys are laughing. They act like they know what the hell they're doing. They don't know anything. So 9-11.121, it's a simple, for any simpleton like Scarborough, let me read it to you again. Ready, Mr. Producer, where America? One sentence. A case should not be presented to a grand jury in a district unless venue for the offense lies in that district, Mr. Producer. Could it be clear? Let me, for the slow listeners on MSLSD and the other propaganda machines, this is from the Department of Justice. This is Section 9-11-121, Federal Prosecutor's Manual on Grand Juries. A case should not be presented to a grand jury in a district unless venue for the offense lies in that district. Now, if you listen to this state prosecutor, oh, it happens all the time, and it's even worse. Andrew Weissman, who I'll get to in a moment, he says it happens all the time. I'm not aware that this happens all the time in violation of the Department of Justice's manual. If it happens all the time, then why is this section even in its manual? It's not a manual for me. It's not a manual for Jim Trustee. It's not a manual for you or Mr. Producer. It is a manual that a U.S. attorney is expected to comply with. That's why the judge asked about it. Not because of me. Not because of Jim Trustee. We don't pull any strings. I wish I did. 
So there you have it. Um, the Jim Trust used to be a Trump lawyer that was on Mark Levin's show, and they were talking about the charges, kind of. And then MSNBC was calling Mark Levin a right-wing, you know, radio station that they're trying to pull strings to get Trump off of this charge. That's why he kept mentioning it that he didn't, you know, he doesn't pull strings. This is the law that's in the manual of the Justice Department. It goes on a little more about it right here. It's because she has indictments coming down to her as a judge in the Southern District of Florida coming out of Washington, D.C.'s grand jury. And she's saying to herself, because it's probably never happened to her, what the hell is this? And she refuses to be played as a fool. She doesn't want to be an idiot like Scarborough or this guy Arenberg or whatever the hell his name is. Make sure you invite him on, Mr. Producer. So pretty much when this Florida judge got this indictment, she'd never happened to her before and she's questioning it. And they're kind of saying that, oh, they're they're You know, she's doing this because of Mark Levin and the lawyers and, and, and stuff like that. Or she's a Trump appointed judge. And that's why. But no, it's the law. And these people, this is what they're going to do. They're going to try to make people believe that, you know, there, there's some scheme going on when they're actually doing the scheming. Now, I'm pretty sure if they're trying this, this, this seems like it won't hold any water. The other ones probably won't hold any water. Now, the thing that's going to happen is they're going to drain Donald Trump's finances right in the beginning of the campaign season. So um, they're trying to make them, you know, maybe they don't want to lock them up really, but they said they'll just tie you up in litigation to go broke. And that's one of the main operations of this country that happens is that if they don't want to do something or they don't, they can't lock you up, they'll just tie it up in litigations. Corporations do it. Uh, religions do it. It's tied up in litigation until somebody goes broke or somebody gives in. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens. And according to the polls, Trump is still way in the lead over Biden and even over DeSantis. But my hunch is that, you know, the Republican Party is going to kind of just step away from Trump and kind of tap uh, Mr. DeSantis on the back and say, hey, buddy, what's going on? Yeah, you're our guy. You know, that's that's pretty much what's going to happen. But what should happen in a righteous world if we lived in, you know, people should step up into the politicians from the Republican Party and the Democratic Party and put a stop to what's going on. This is not good. This is this is pretty much if you're not a Democrat, you're they're trying to just take a stronghold over the country. That's it. It's a uniparty, one party. And People are going to be jumping ship now. They'll be labeled as Republicans, but they'll be making deals with Democrats. And it's just a show right now, pretty much. A banana republic. It's just a show. And there, there's one party. There, are, there isn't two parties. It's, it's them and us. The elites and the slaves. So that's all I got for you today. I'm your host, Anthony T. This is Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. This is a value for value podcast. Get yourself a new podcast app from newpodcastapps.com. You can attach a Bitcoin Lightning wallet to it and you can stream Satoshi's, uh, Boostergrams. I don't take ads. Uh, I like freedom of speech. This is very important right now because they are censoring people still and people don't realize it. And that's just the icing on the cake. If you can't say anything and you, they control the voting, they control the speech. Uh, not good. Not good. So thank you for joining me today. Uh, uh, and I will be back next week, hopefully.